Hi, hello, welcome to the episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is June 14th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. I'm feeling great. Um, let's see, we skip right into the personal corner, the me, me, me shit. Uh, I, I called off today. I took a little bit of a me day. I said, you know what, Isaiah, you're worth it. Go ahead and do it. And uh, we dialed it in. Uh, that being said, what did I do with my day? Well, I uh, did a little bit of like kitchen chores, a little bit of that stuff. Took out some garbage, you know, nice, nice stuff. Easy peasy, efficient. And I needed to go on a beer run, so we did that. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna have, I'm gonna treat myself to lunch. And I went to uh, McDonald's and got a large fry a plain double cheeseburger and then a McChicken and it was and a large coke I pretty much am always gonna get a large coke because uh, uh, it, it's like made in a lab that coke it's crazy <laughs> um, so yeah it was all very simple and, and easy and yummy I got a good ass nap in today it was nice it was nice to kind of just chop my week in half a little bit there so Sad I gotta go back to work tomorrow, but you know, hey, today's today, still have the rest of the night. But um, yeah, overall good, vibes are high, uh, high, high. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead, take my classic intro, intro break, whatever. <laughs> um, and then we'll go ahead and get into some news, a little bit of coverage. Oh, yeah. Mm. Okay, 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 okay. Artichokes. Um, from the Politico, or Politico. I don't think they added the. <laughs> China using secret base in Cuba to spy on U.S. Biden admin officials, uh, official confirms. Um... So this was some news from last week. I know I'm kind of delivering you some old news a bit here. But um, China has been spying on the United States from a base in China. A Biden administration official said on Saturday, claiming that this is an issue that the administration inherited. Now, I believe the Wall Street Journal uh, was like the first to report on this, saying that uh, China had been in conversations with Havana to establish a new spy base on uh, the island nation. And then the same day, the White House uh, and the Pentagon said that the report was inaccurate, but they didn't go into any details. But then they later go on to say that this was actually something that's already been happening. Like, it's already happened. This base is already a thing, and you guys are just now finding out about it, more or less. And I believe with this base... Uh, the intent was they have like this, uh, uh, like this, I don't know what it is, this technology, let's say that. And it allows them to like literally just take data information that would be going to a satellite and just like extract it. So they essentially are getting a lot of access to just the going ons in America from Cuba. 
So this is something that is like, oh my gosh, red flag. Oh, it's so crazy. Oh, this is like, uh, I, I listened to something that harkened it back to um, the Cuban Missile Crisis time, like the Cold War shit. And um, I don't know. I, I think that energy is weird. I've said this before. I'll say it again. Spying does not freak me out as a citizen, as a civilian. Like we, we live in a superpower our nation spies on like everybody. Of course, there's going to be nations that have the ability to spy on us and they are going to do that. So like this really wasn't big news to me, but I did hear it over a couple times and, you know, of course, found this article. So I figured, hey, you know, just talk about it a little bit. Uh, that's, I mean, that's kind of the long short of it. Uh, there were, um, what is it, congressmen that came out. Mike Turner from Ohio, he was grumpy about it. He had things to say, as well as Mike Gallagher. Uh, you know, several people there. There's like a whole panel of people, and they're like, what? Like, uh, we should have been informed on this. <laughs> like, okay, dude. <laughs> All right. Um, but I, I, in terms of, like, uh, the whole inherited part, I'm like, of course. Like, of course, it's something that you, you go over and you understand. You look at the filing and all that kind of shit. Like, oh, shit. Like, uh, there is a spy base over there. All right, well, I guess we'll handle that. That's a real issue, and it just never really comes up because it's just another day at the fucking office. Um, let's see here. Oh, yeah, also something I want to interject. Uh, we're kind of moving to the next news thing, but I kind of realize I don't have it on the docket. But uh, I'm sure you've heard more Donald Trump news, uh, yada, 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 the indictment thing. He pled not guilty, uh, him and his... Um, person who's also accused Will Nauta, Nauta. I don't think I talked about him the last time he mentioned it. But, I mean, that's the thing. Protesters were out. Were out. Honestly, I mean, it was literally like, uh, even with them setting and organizing and pushing this event to happen, this protest, you know, fire for Donald Trump. There was like maybe a thousand people total. And you have to understand that like, within that group there are like oh yeah the crazy people with the outfits and the get-ups and the the big fanfare then there's a bunch of people covering them and then there's also people doing the security you know to make sure this isn't going to be a crazy ass fucking event there's not going to be a january 6th so i mean it, it was kind of an overblown turnout he came he went through a little underground thing he uh you know said not guilty well, actually he didn't say not guilty his lawyer team did um uh, I mean, there's talks about, like, is that going to be his permanent lawyer team? They say that they are going to be. Who knows? Who fucking cares, honestly? Uh, we'll, we'll see how this pans out. I, I am curious to see if, if you, how the verdict's going to go, how the trial's going to go. Um, even the pacing of it, because, like, I've heard some people say that it's going to take as long as, like, two years to get this all said and done. Who fucking knows? And if that's the case and he wins, then obviously this probably isn't going to be a conversation. So... You know, I figured, hey, I'll mention it on the episode. Here we go. Boom. Mentioned it. So like, let's go move on from from China, from Trump. Let's actually go on to uh, the old UK. Uh, let's see. Associated Press. Nottingham police say man fatally stabbed three, stole van, and ran down three more in English city. Let's see here. A knife-wheeling assailant stabbed two college students to death in the streets of the English city of Nottingham, and then fatally stabbed a middle-aged man, stole his van, and ran down three pedestrians in a shocking rampage early Tuesday morning. So, obviously very tragic. 
Um, there's no release, at least as of this article, of what the motive was. Um, but I do know that, like, the police, like, they kicked it into high gear. They were they were chasing this man the whole time. And, you know, he gets into the van. There, you know, then becomes, like, a car chase. I think they eventually wind up uh, pinning the van or something like that. And they wind up getting him out. And he has this large knife. They have, like, taser guns. Though I did read from this article that they even had um, armed police on the scene. So I feel like that's something that's very rare um, to see in the UK. Uh, not so much the knife stuff. I know a lot of people have been, oh, there's knife crime. Oh, it's everywhere. Ah, if you don't have a gun, it's still knives. Um, but you rarely see an event, at least from what I've covered so far, where there is like an arm response from the police. It's just like, it's not common. Usually they have their little bitty clubs. And I, I this is the first time I'm even hearing really a taser getting used in a situation. So I was like, oh shit. Okay, yeah, they busted it out. They busted out the big shit, <laughs> at least for them. Um, and, and honestly, mind you, a rifle is the big shit for them. They didn't like bust out a fucking tank. You know, they didn't have fucking LL Cool J with a fucking rocket launcher. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, obviously this is a sad event. It's really fucked up. Um, you know, no motive's really gonna describe, like, uh, describe or explain this fucking shit away. Um, but yeah, I mean, damn. I think, though, in terms of the people who were hit, uh, by the vehicle, like, the van incident, they were just injured, so that's good. Um, but obviously the fact that, you know, like, you know, three people died, that's very sad. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's, that's the news over, the, you know, across the pond. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to some other stuff. Uh, it's actually not positive or more positive. It's it's all downhill from here. I'm sorry. Uh, from Reuters. Russian missile attack kills 11 in Ukrainian president's hometown. Um, I feel like I haven't done uh, much coverage from Ukraine lately. I know the counteroffensive is going um just some quick off things i've kind of known that i haven't really talked about i think they've gotten like a, a few more villages in the dunex region uh so i mean that's that's something um on the other side of it i know there's been like russian defenses that have gone well to the point of they um have even taken back some of these like leopard tanks or whatever or abrams tanks i don't know, i can't remember which one but essentially tanks that were given from the west have been like procured by russia or at least they've like you know we have pictures of them like chilling like yeah we we on this shit now so obviously that doesn't look good that's a bad look but um i believe on both sides they really haven't deployed any like main troops any like main ground troops yet so we'll see it's, it's still i guess in its infancy it's still revving up who knows but um in terms of just the news at hand 11 civilians were killed in a Russian missile attack that struck an apartment, building, and warehouses in the Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky's hometown of Kryiv-ri on Tuesday. Emergency services said four were killed in the apartment block at uh, the in the apartment block and seven at the warehouses, where officials said a private company stored goods such as fizzy drinks. So, yeah, I mean, and this was not a military thing. This was just a show of force just to say, hey, we hit it. We, we hit you up on your block, bro. Like, it's, it's that. It's the same mentality just, you know, between two nations. Uh, very sad. 
because uh, I mean it's it's not like this is doing anything except literally killing people. But um, yeah, I mean that's that's the scene from Russia. There might be some more stuff that we cover in a future episode, but we're seeing I'm seeing how the news kind of shakes out, and you know. See if it's going to be, it's kind of slow. I'm, I'm going to say it's kind of a slow news week, if you will. It's a lot of like, yeah, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. I'm like, bro, we get it. Like, he said not guilty. Like, can we just move along? Like, there's other shit. And you look under the log and it's like, not really. <laughs> All right. Well, we got one more thing to cover. And when I say that, I mean, I think it's, it's hard. It just depends on what you're interested in. And I don't know. I, I, I try to cover the news that I am interested in. And if it doesn't really move me and I want to talk about it, I kind of go, oh, okay, I'm just not going to cover it, so, you know, <laughs> it's kind of how this works, that's the format. Oh, yeah. All right, from NPR, Southern Baptists say, <coughs> "Ooh, got me." Southern Baptists say no to women pastors. Uphold expulsion of Saddleback Middle Megachurch. <coughs> okay, the Southern Baptist Convention conven, Convention or the SBC. Uh, voted overwhelmingly Wednesday to uphold earlier decisions to expel two churches because they have women pastors. Now, I don't know too much about this convention. This seems like some big gathering. And, like, uh, the the church that I had formerly went to, we had, like, almost similar gatherings, I'm kind of imagining. But at the same time, maybe not, because I don't think there was as many stakes involved in terms of, like, like, no one was doing any big votes on, like, the future of our congregation at large at these things. They were just, like, big mixers for people to hang out and, like, you know, be merry and, like, oh, yeah, God is so good. Now, I imagine they're doing that here at these, like, big conventions, but I guess they had a big vote that actually, like, to, like, uphold these two um, uh, churches that were um, on the outs. They were expelled from the, the, the whole of the congregate. I guess, the, the big slew of these churches that are all combined. Um, let's see here. But the decision came during the group's annual meeting in New Orleans. The SBC heard appeals by California Megachurch Saddleback and a smaller church, Fern Creek Baptist in Louisville, Kentucky. Now, essentially, the, the, the big controversy at hand here is about women being pastors. Um, this is something I'm pretty sure I've talked about before on the podcast, but across a lot of Christian religion, it is a big no-no for women to actually be called pastors, to be like actually leaders, heads of the church. It is maybe somewhere in the fucking Bible, one of these fucking versions of them where you're supposed to be a man at the helm of the church. If you're spreading the word of God, you're supposed to have a penis. I don't fucking like that. Like, it's something that when I was growing up in the faith, um, maybe this is just because I'm a fucking millennial-ass bopper, whatever. It just didn't make sense. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I know women in this congregation who are more spiritual than I am. Like, I don't understand what you're talking about. I've learned from women, so why can't a woman 
quote unquote, teach me. Like we literally had to change the verbiage in my church. Now my church was not Baptist. It was non, uh, non-denominational, which to me, I just describe as like freestyle. Like you just pick and choose what you fucking want. And that's, that's it. If your congregation agrees to it, that is the, the Christianity that y'all subscribe to. Um, you, obviously you're trying to spoke it all off of whatever the Bible is saying. Um, now, I mean, the ins and outs of what like uh, a Baptist, you know, religion is, I'm, you know, I'm lacking there. But this just kind of it rang a note to me. This like the idea of like, no, if you're a man, y- you can share or you can, you know, share the word of God. But if you're not a man, you got it's got to be something different. You can't be at the top. And, um, you know, these two churches or at least, you know, this mega church, they argued like, no, like we're not saying that you guys are like wrong or anything like that. We just want to have the right to exist. That's really all that we're doing. Like, if you guys want to say, hey, only men can share the word of God here or in your church, cool. But in our church, just let me do it. Like, let me cook. Like, and I personally think that's fine. I think that's crazy that we are holding on to these, like, draconian parts of the Bible and saying, like, almost like as if, like, a politician holds onto the Constitution, like, well, I'm just sticking to the script, brother sister uh, that, that's that's what this is about to me and and people are gonna hum along to that men and women like you know it, it's very I, i'd imagine it's very hard to be a feminist in in a religion it's hard it's hard to, to, to be anything that's different from a religion in religion um that's not necessarily the reason i walked away from it i had my own fucking shit but um yeah i mean like i said this is just something that kind of rang a note to me it's definitely a bummer that the con- the congregation, the people that voted or whatever, seemed to um, side with this, and they wanted to stick to what they said that you guys should not be a part of us. Um, that's a shame. Uh, I mean, obviously for the mega church, I mean they're mega church, they're gonna be fine. <laughs> you know, they're gonna be moving along. That that organization is gonna be cranking, cranking, cranking. You know, they're getting their ties. Um, but I mean, obviously it's 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 a bummer in general, and I'm sure for the smaller church, it's definitely like. It means something to be a part of these churches, like the get togethers, the experiences, like when you're kicked out, you're you're more isolated and that kind of sucks. And that can definitely hurt your whole your church as a whole. Um, But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I thought this was an interesting story to cover. So I figured we'd end on this. Um, Really no silver linings today. All else. But uh, that being said, I appreciate you tuning in and I appreciate you being a friend. Uh, let me, let me, I got a shill. I'm sorry. I got to do it. Uh, patreon.com slash Isaiah news. If you'd like to help out, support the podcast. Also get you newsy status, get you a shout out once a month. Um, let's see. Free ways to hit me up. Isaiah news one at gmail.com. Also we have a discord. Click the join. Uh, there's Facebook, there's Twitter. Uh, we have the Instagram, there's a YouTube. If you'd like to subscribe to the channel, hit the bell on all that kind of stuff. All those notifications, uh let's see here i think that's all we got for you but obviously just thank you so much for tuning in that is the most important part you being a listener a a friend that that's awesome to me i love that so heart emoji heart emoji and um yes hopefully i see you soon for some more good news i love you bye-bye